we're speaking about a, a service that where where there's a, a long-term relationship that's being built, then the human contact is crucial early on. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome to the Startup Student Podcast. I'm Christine, I'm your host, and I welcome you. If this is the first episode ever you're listening to, welcome if you're a new listener. <laughs> welcome as well if you're already a listener of the previous podcast. Today, we're kicking off a new series about lead generation. And I have with me a guest from the UK. His name is Richard, and I've known him for, I don't know how many years, lots of years now. And when I thought about new topics for this podcast, I was thinking, hmm, let's think about some lead generation. Who do I know there? And this is when Richard came to mind. So welcome, Richard. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yeah, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to be on, on your podcast, Christine. <laughs> so like I said, Richard, we we're talking about lead generation. But what I would like you to do first is introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> okay. It'll be a pleasure. My name's Richard Buldemeekin, and I run a business called New Era Financial Introductions here in the UK. And the focus on the business is to provide lead generation support for businesses. We do business to business lead generation, not business to consumer. And the process behind it is to be as part of the overall team within an organization and outsourced for them to assist them in promoting their products and services to their particular target market. I have a fascination and a curiosity and love working with experts and running with their great ideas. And we put together a, a proposition which explains an outline of, of what my client does. We draft an email and it gets sent out and I engage on the telephone with them more interested in the message that goes to them. And the idea behind it being that when a new potential client is interested in a conversation with um, with client that New Era is working with, then I pass that across as a lead to the experts for them to engage further and present the ideas and opportunities and how, how they may support that business in, in future. And it works it's all about relationship building, everyone, and relationship building is something that um, is, is, is dear to my heart, especially in business, because I think it, it, it often gets overlooked. But if a company has a high margin, high value product for sale, then the relationship building process is key. And I get that part of it underway for the clients that I work with. Lovely. Thank you. And I know everyone, I mean, you, I, you always said the telephone is your friend <laughs> and that's really lovely and I think 
cold calling or contacting people without having met them before is really off-putting for a lot of people and they're really afraid doing that but like you said I mean it's all about lead generation and it's yes it's about maybe contacts that someone already made but also like you you're doing that they haven't made and it's interesting as well that people outsource that to someone that's not part of the company and I know in this episode we're going to talk a bit more about your take on lead generation and you already mentioned it's building relationships so how my my question would also be because you're not that company how do you prepare really to let's say represent the company with the companies that you are then contacting because I mean there will be a briefing of course and, and you will probably do a lot of research but maybe you can tell us a bit more how you actually do that because you're basically in the name of the company contact other companies <laughs> yes well Good question, Christine. I'll, I shall do my best to answer it. Yes, there is a brief and I do some research. But I think the, the important thing is that when I, when I follow up on, a, on an email that goes out, that the person has already seen some information. And with any good fortune, they may they well remember the information that goes out, which is great. And they've shown a little bit of interest in it because they've read the message. So there will be a little bit of recognition there. And the message sets out in not too much detail there's a fine line between not enough detail and too much detail just generate some interest in a pr proposition it, it doesn't matter it could be it support it could be architectural design or insurance it, it's a whole range of, of, of products or services so i i draw upon the information that's already been sent out and, and ask the question ask how things are with the people and whether whether we may discuss ideas with them when the time's right And depending on the responses, then I get a good idea about the, the future engagement in terms of passing that on to the client I'm working with, them to discuss things further, because they, they have all the expertise in their grasp to take things further. But I have to make sure that the lead is, is, is qualified as it can be and that there is a sufficient interest in the product or service that it means that a phone conversation or a meeting is 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 of beneficial interest to both the company I'm speaking with and also New Era's client. Tell us a bit more about why you enjoy it, maybe, and also more about your 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 take on things you already mentioned. It and, and really when you're speaking, I can feel that This is really something that you enjoy and you're meeting lots of new people. There will be, of course, a lot of rejections. So I think it's also a very difficult job, <laughs> let's say, a very difficult thing to do because you have to deal with a lot of no's. And there's probably also no's that might turn into yes afterwards. But just tell us a bit more about maybe also why you enjoy it and why you also think this is actually a good way to go because I think it is <laughs> but I think we need to outline a bit more why we think doing it that way can be really a profitable model you already mentioned you're warming basically up the new potential customers and make sure that they're, they're a good lead rather than having an ad running going out to so many people and the chances are less to grab someone. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a lot to do with with the value of the proposition. If if we're speaking about a, a service that where, where there's a, a long-term relationship that's being built, then the human contact is crucial early on. 
and uh, the tone of the conversation, the messaging that goes out sets the scene, if you like, for the future. And it, it doesn't, it's only very rare that a company has a burning need for a service. So it's not very often that they would make the, the, the first move, if you like, and contact somebody to discuss uh, a particular service proposition. It's always seems to me to be up to the promoter to do that work, set the scene for the work that they do and how they support their clients and how it, it may well support the business that, that has been approached. And so I, I think that the promoter's role, in this case, it's me on behalf of the clients I'm working with, is to set a scene, if you like, for the type of service that can be expected. And, and why do I do it? Well, I have this curiosity about, because I just have to find out who's going to be interested in a particular product or service. Because I, if, if, I, if I'm started working with a client, I know that they are sufficiently expert in, in what they do, that it's an idea that's well and truly worth running with. And I, I wouldn't invest time in something that I didn't think would work. And so it's, I take it upon myself to do what I can to promote it as best I can. And, and that's kind of where I am with things. It's just this curiosity. And I love learning, especially if it's a new industry I've not worked in, learning about how that industry works. I think we are very similar there. So learning new things, trying out new things, improving, also accepting the challenges. <laughs> I can see also that how this is a really interesting job because you, you're going to speak to so many different people in different kinds of positions. Getting through the, the gatekeeper is, is another challenge, I guess. The gatekeeper, your friend, as well as the phone. And uh, because they are part of the team, they are the, the, the a member of the decision makers team and so they always have to be included in in a conversation because you are to a large extent reliant on them relaying the communication to the decision maker the decision maker well he's named decision maker for a reason he he knows exactly where he stands on a particular situation and, and whether it's a service that he's looking to talk about now or some point in the future and you mentioned about the refusals. Yes, you get them. But the actual flat refusals are fairly rare. Most companies hold out the possibility that at some stage they may well be in the market for something. So there's always the possibility that if you stay in touch with them, regular updates, news bulletins, newsletters, industry trends or advice and hints or, or what have you, that at some stage they, they may well be interested in engaging to say, look, our current supplier is, you know, there's been a merger and we don't like the look of the new people or they've retired or, or they're pulled out of the market. So there's, there's yeah, this, this lineup of suppliers is, is, is always changing. Well, I, I think that the move, the, the increased focus on, on digital marketing, in, in many ways, is we, we, we can work together on this because the, the good thing that the digital environment brings is it, it, it takes away the a lot of the heavy lifting, if you like, of the, the prospecting and research. So it, it's much more cost effective now than it has ever been to put across a message, a proposition, 
about a product or service much cheaper than it has less cost than it has been at any other time and so the investment probably has to be in decent content and data acquisition plus of course subscription to um the right platform to, for, for email marketing and the rest is all labor in terms of the time it takes to do what you can to engage with the people you're trying to reach that is true you can automate as much as you can and have good systems set up but it won't replace the labor of a person actually calling yeah, the automation doesn't deep and meaningful questions you, you can't tell from a name on a spreadsheet or a name in a crm just where for example, an IT contract or an insurance con contract runs out, you have to ask the question directly by speaking with the organization. Okay, you can send an email asking for that information to come back to you from them, but that may that rarely happens unless you've spoken with them first. I think it's very important to for us to put ourselves in the shoes of the people that we're promoting a product or service to. Just Think about how we would wish to be approached and then perhaps we can then become a little bit more patient when people are slower in making decisions than we expect because we all are very busy people and we have a lot going on. So I think that's, that's also key. For sure. And that's really a good final tip there because how would we want to be approached? Yes. And this is, you can easily throw that into how you approach people. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much and talk well. to you soon. Love it. Speak soon. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.